You're listening to Grant and Tony on the Parked Up podcast, and yet again, we are parked up. But hey, Race Fuels knows motorsport, and we know the people who love motorsport don't like to sit still. You're building, tinkering, or tuning your race cars. Pick it in the guts, Barry. So if you're getting a vehicle ready for your next track day, or next race meeting, consider Elf Race 102. It's a high-octane unleaded fuel with 3% oxygen. It will protect your engine and you'll make power. Don't worry about our premiers shutting the borders. We warehouse Elf Race 102 in your home state and we can deliver to you. Drop us an email, info at racefuels.com.au. Two of the very best operators in the garage. Wow. This has been coming for a long time. These two do not like each other. There are two parts of the story as always. Red flag, this is a suspended uh, race. It's the Parked Up Podcast, and we're powered by Race Fuels. My name is Grant Rowley, joined by Tony D'Alberto. Episode 700,000, or whatever we're up to. Tony D, another week in lockdown, but it only means we're another week closer to racing. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you very much. Happy Father's Day to you and all the dads out there that listen. Um, it was a bloody good weekend. And, and yeah, we're in lockdown, but we at least had something to look forward to um, with Father's Day and spending that time with family. Um, I know I had a very good day. Steph absolutely spoiled, spoiled me. Uh, breakfast in bed. I had to skip lunch because it was so much breakfast. Uh, and then an amazing dinner to finish off, even dessert. So... Uh, the calories I've eaten are just going to be through the roof. So I won't record them because I don't want Lee to actually find out um, how bad I've been. But, hey, it's a day of celebration. Got some good gifts. Um, now, I know you were spoiled as well. You had mm-hmm. an amazing lunch that Deer organized for you. Mm-hmm. Had these this smorgasbord of prawns and this beef stuff and this gnocchi and this chicken that had some cheese in it that was wrapped in mm. bacon it was like all of the favorite things Yum. all together it was uh it was good it was too much and uh you're right probably gonna have to do a couple of extra laps of the block to remove it from the ever-increasing covid custard that's uh, starting to build <laughs> back around my uh back around my bellies but um with that in mind actually we're uh least emation from Reaction Performance has been a great supporter of our podcast. Uh, our longtime listeners will remember that he helped me uh, shed some kilos at the end of last year. I think it's probably started around about this time where, Tony, I remember you'd said that, Grant, you're looking a little bit fat there. It's time you started, <laughs> sort of started not looking so fat. Um, and uh, we shed some. And, and uh, I don't know, look, maybe it's the cold weather down here in Melbourne or so. I don't know, whatever it is. It's coming back. It's coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> it happened so quick. Yeah. So I'm going to have to, uh, I'll have to fix that up a little bit. So we're going to get him on the show. He's going to share a few tips with us um, and what he's been up to as well. Um, and, and who else we're we going to speak to? This week on the show, we have an absolute superstar and we're very lucky to have him on board because he's just, you know, he's the, one of the key guys in supercars at the moment that is just setting the world on fire. Brody Kostecki is going to join us on the show. I've got some interesting questions to ask him, mostly around sim racing, to be honest, because he's an absolute <laughs> guru on the isn't sim. He? Isn't he? I mean, he qualified on pole at Pocono. Uh, this is an oval, mind you, by two tenths, which is a huge amount. He cleared the field by that. So 
I want to pick his brain and see whether he can uh, give me some advice, but also maybe give me a, a couple of cheeky toes uh, this week for E-Series because I need it. I need it, mate. You do. That's uh, that's one of the things. So uh, a much improved performance from you in the Cash Converters Supercars E-Series. You're driving the, you. the Logitech True Force number 923 Ford Mustang. Hey, you're doing pretty good. You had a bit of a shocker first round, finished 16th. Oh. This time, crossed the line 13th, but promoted to 12th after someone got a penalty. Um, you qualified down the back again. Maybe no. this is where Brody can. We well, qualified 18th, mate. How many okay. cars are? How many cars are in it? About 22. So, <laughs> yeah, all the way down the back. Okay, I didn't say last. I just said down the back. Absolutely. No, you, you need to get a toe. And uh, some of the guys that are working together out there, um, they have their little packs. And it seems like every time I try and latch onto one of these packs, they go, no, 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 no. We're going back in the pits now. We're done. Um, so you end up trying to do the lap time by yourself and you, and you just can't. So maybe we can make a condition for Brody, you know, come on the parked up podcast, but the condition is you have to give Tony a bit of a bit mate, of a hand this mate, week. Just to see, even though you're in the race. Well, no, because we're we're at opposite ends, so uh, probably actually doesn't. He'll, he'll probably ask, "Hey, how, did you race last week or not?" <laughs> oh dear. Oh well. Now looking forward to having Brody on. Of course, he races uh, besides his awesome uh, E Series racing on the old I Racing game. He he's currently doing an excellent job as a full time rookie in the Supercars Championship, running ninth in the championship. Is he ninth or eleventh? probably should have done oh, my sure. research i'll do uh, before we get him on the phone i'll do a quick bit of research but we know that both the erebus cars are in the top 11 in the championship brody has been doing an excellent job has finished on the podium once this year at Sandown. uh super super consistent performances from those guys and uh, an exciting back half of the year coming up when that comes up who knows? Maybe we'll have a little bit more calendar sort of stuff uh, in the news, which is coming up uh, real soon. Maybe, Tony, should we get into it right now? I reckon we should. We've got a bit of motorsport to chat about, so let's go. Here we go. This is going to be the news. We're going to talk about some Formula One, maybe some supercars calendar, and whatever else we can conjure up. Here we go. And this is the news. The news is brought to us by motorsportwebsites.com.au. There is a brand new parked up.com.au website up and about Tony D. You wouldn't believe it. It's uh, cleaner, it's fresher, it's faster. Not that there's a great deal of information on there, but there is a couple of two new headshots, one for you, one for me. Um, maybe we should set up a poll for which one is the prettiest headshot. I did actually notice that uh, Shane Tanner from Motorsport Websites has done a beautiful job of the parked up website once again. And uh, there's a pretty yellow Honda on the front page too, which uh, <laughs> looks fantastic. So untouched uh, too. check it untouched. out. Get on the website and go and check it out. That yellow Honda hasn't even touched the race track. Driven it. Haven't even driven it yet, but uh, we're very hopeful that we will go racing this year. Now, I don't think we're going to find out too much in the news today about calendars and bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a Formula One race over the weekend, Grant, and it uh, was a pretty cool race, actually. It was, uh, there's a lot of fans there. How oh, man, how good does it look? It looked awesome. It's fantastic. Crazy. All that sea of orange and the flares. I mean, man, you'd be sent 
to jail, go directly to jail if you thought about bringing one of those orange flares or any coloured flare into a, a an Australian sporting uh, crowd or anything like that. So, but like, how great to see in these uh, times that we live in. Uh, you know, it sort of helps that there's it shows that there's light at the end of the tunnel. I guess. So, um, so great to say, I mean, like, let's face it, they've all probably gone home and given COVID to their grandmas. So, um, you know, the, uh, the death rate in the Netherlands is about to shoot up by about (laughs) (laughs) 7,000%. But look, they all had a wicked time doing crazy dance moves and just absolutely loving it. The weather's perfect. The the track though. Yeah. Awesome. Surely you've, you've driven on the track on like a, some sort of gaming look i think i don't think it produced amazing racing like it's a little bit single file for a lot of the lap but it's like a roller coaster in a lot of sections in that big bank section coming onto the straight you sort of get a bit of a slingshot um down the front straight there so max verstappen won the race he was pretty dominant over the weekend yeah, the lewis hamilton, yeah lewis hamilton uh was in p2 and valtteri bottas in p3 um but Max now has taken over leading the championship. So uh, he's definitely asserted himself as the man to beat. I think uh, he seems to have a little bit more pace on board than what the Mercedes do. Um, so he's in the prime position there going forward now in the championship, but Lewis did grab the fastest lap of the race um, late in the race, mm. but his teammate was a bit cheeky was a little bit cheeky too. He tried to take it off him. Uh, even though he's not in the championship hunt, he just thought, bugger it. I'm going to do, I'm going to try yeah. and take every point I can. Do you reckon that's got something to do with the whole George Russell and you know, Valtteri Bottas signing potentially um, happening at Mercedes-Benz? Do you think there's a bit of jealousy going on there? Like, you know, up you Mercedes-Benz? Yeah, for sure. I think it's, I think Bottas, he knows he's on the way out surely he's been told that um it's time to go and and uh george russell looks like he's he's coming into that seat so yeah bodas uh put on a new set of bags and uh went out there and set the fastest lap despite the fact that he was told not to do that uh he said that he wasn't really trying to do it but um i guess thankfully for him and the team and the uh post race uh drive back to the uh airport or private private <laughs> private airport i would imagine um that he uh he didn't set uh that lewis was able to beat him and uh take that one championship point how crucial might that be come the end of the year um you know we've been talking about it all the way through our pods and it's just how the season's going is um it's the max and lewis show the fight for the other places is there for the taking but it's uh there's only two blokes in this in this title so uh it was cool to see max win on home soil i think that was fantastic uh and we've got monza uh this weekend so yeah just uh straight back into it but there's plenty of news going on and a bit of a, a formula one silly season happening tony d of course, the great Kimi Raikkonen, 2007 Formula One world champion, announced that he'll retire at the end of the year, the most capped Grand Prix starter, uh, having started the most uh, Grand Prix out of any other driver. He's got a bid there and done it all. And um, I don't know, it might not be the same without his sort of silent treatments and, <laughs> you know, funny ways that he goes about, goes about his uh, racing. Absolute character. And I just, uh, uh, I'm not sure, did we speak about this before, where if any other driver in motorsport 
or even in sport behaved like Kimmy, they, you know, they'd be ridiculed, but ridiculed. I think we've spoken about that privately, but uh, not on the pod. Um, look, I think uh, it's the right time for him to jump out of it. I think, uh, you know, he's done everything in the sport. He's happy with the way that it's rolled out and, you know, time to let someone else have a go i guess and there's a there's an amazing crop of young drivers coming it's exciting racing that they're they're producing and formula one needs these new stars coming through they can't rely on the alonzos and rockinans and hamiltons and all these guys that have been around for a long time to you know carry the sport so um, i think f1's in good shape and uh, kimmy has you know achieved so much that he can bow out and relax the rest of his life knowing that he's he's given it a massively good crack and been hugely successful and uh left his mark on formula one so uh he left his mark on the formula one grid uh over the weekend by uh contracting covid oh yeah uh so he didn't even race the poor bugger mm. um cubica the spicy 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 coffee got yeah yeah so robert kubitza i should say um jumped in his seat didn't do hell, hell of a lot, but uh, very hard task for him just to jump in last minute. I think he missed practice and everything. So pretty much straight into quality. So there was not a lot of expectation there, but good for him to get some laps, I guess. But it will be interesting, Grant, to see what happens with Bottas, George Russell, and Alex Albon has come back into the frame as well. So mm, there's a few Williams, players there. they're saying. Mm. So we'll soon see. Interesting, interesting. There's a bit going on, but um, and it's funny that uh, just compare supercars with with Formula One. Heaps of you know mid-season driver changes and uh, and the like going on or being rumoured in Formula One, and at the moment nothing for supercars. I know there's not a lot of driver uh, changes in the winds, but um, the the chat on uh supercar silly season usually around september is absolutely rife it's like red hot mm. you know we had brock feeney announced uh, last week as we um, called it we called it mate we waited for it that's what we did no, um, we, we just went with it we did the, we did the right thing we did the right thing um uh yeah so uh i think we're gonna see we're gonna see a flurry of races happen in supercars at the end of October, a couple in November, and then leading into the Bathurst 1000, which no doubt is uh, going to take that Gold Coast slot. That, that seems like the most obvious thing. So um, I, I would imagine standby for news on that uh, imminently. Um, and yeah, not only are we going to see a flurry of races, I think we're going to see a flurry of um, uh, late uh, driver changes or or driver confirmations. Mm. Um, I know the BJR guys have got a couple to re-sign, but I think the uh, microscope just needs to be on uh, Tickford, in particular Jack LeBrock, and the other one, uh, uh, Bryce Forward at uh, Walkinshaws, which hasn't been hasn't been locked in. So if there's any changes there, I would suspect that they're going to be you know quite sort of sensational in our industry, you know, it'll be really newsworthy to uh, to get stuck into. So um, let's it'd see how that all see, rolls out. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how the teams go with it because at the moment their focus isn't on that, so to speak. They're just, you know, trying to get racing. Um, and you're right, there hasn't been a lot of chat uh, about driver changes. And when we have a normal season, um, you know, there's, there's a huge amount of, chat about um, who's going where, you know, what sponsors are shifting, but it's been so quiet 
and, and maybe we won't see a lot of shift this year. Maybe teams just want to get through it and keep who they've got and keep the status quo, especially going into a new car. Maybe they, they're, they're better with the devil they know than trying to get someone new in into uh, their fold. But yeah, there's a couple of seats there that are a little unsure. Um, but I reckon... I reckon, like mm-hmm. your go, Hazelwood, go stick it, stick it out. Stay, say something outrageous, and but it's not outrageous. But I don't think you'll see change with Hazelwood, um, forward. They just love having a few woods in the grid, so we'll keep those boys there. Dalewood, Dalewood's back. Dale, he's always he's always hanging around Dalewood. We should get him on the show, actually. Sure, a bit of a laugh. Um, so I don't think there's gonna be a lot of change there. I think probably Jack LeBrock, maybe. There's, there's a bit of talk about that, but you know, if he can keep the truck assist money, then they're, they're nuts to get rid of him. So um, we'll just have to see what happens there. But the, the main one, Brock Feeney, that's been announced now. So um, other things will fall into place, but I don't think there's going to be a huge change. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. A little bits to come, I think, in the coming weeks with supercars calendars, maybe even some um, ARG calendars as well. Uh, See if we can go get some racing under our belts. Tony D, I know you're keen to get your TCR Honda back out Mm. on track. Very Um, keen. And, uh, yeah, so there's a bit going on, and there is still a bit going on in this podcast. It's episode 74 of Parked Up, we're powered by Race Fuels. We've got Brody Kostecki coming up soon. We're also going to grab Lee Stimation from Reaction Performance to get a little uh, health check-in, Tony D. Make sure that he's um, you're doing enough uh, little bench presses. Never, and Never uh, enough. Never, never enough. enough. You know what he's like. He's always Good. on my case, that boy. Good. Keep, um, you Keep you off hey, the streets. Pretty exciting to have Brody Kostecki on the show. Um, he's a bit of a guru on this sim racing, so I want to try and hit him up. I want mm-hmm. to try and hit him up and get a few tips on how I can go a little bit better on the old simulator. Yep. You need them. Yeah. Good. You get your uh, you get your pen and pad out. Let's <laughs> let's uh, let's get him on the line right now. Brody Kostecki from the Erebus Motorsport Supercars team. He's doing extremely well in the E Series, and we're going to talk to him right now on Parked Up. And it's great to welcome Brody Kostecki onto the Parked Up podcast for the very first time. Brody, sitting inside. Your simulator we see here on the Zoom call, uh, it's an amazing backdrop. How are you going? Yeah, I'm actually really good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. And um, yeah, it's just uh, easy to jump in the sim. It's all set up, ready to go. So, and uh, here I am. Awesome. Well, let's let's talk about the uh, the simulator stuff. Uh, you've been doing the uh, Supercars E Series along with uh, Tony. Well, I guess I mean you operate you from know one if end. I'm in the race, Brody. I'm, I'm you, down near the other end of the field. Tony's <laughs> at one end of the field, and you are at the other end. Uh, fortunately for yourself, Brody, you're at the front of the field. It's it's obviously something that you've um, you're either just naturally good at, or you spend a lot of time at. Which 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 of the uh, two is it? Uh, I think it's just a bit of both. I don't spend too much time on it uh, these days. It's just more more the fact that I probably spent more time um, sim racing as a kid and sort of growing up. So um, I sort of, you know, you, once you learn how to ride a bike, you don't really forget. And it's sort of the same, um, you know, with uh, sim racing, it has its little nicks and knacks. And I think I was just able to, you know, work, work those out. Um, I don't have it all figured out, but I've, you know, um, seemed to have part of it sort of, worked out and it's just um sort of carried on throughout 
you know, throughout the E-Series, I guess. Brody, if you haven't got it all sorted out, we're in all we're in big trouble, mate, because at Pocono last week, you actually qualified on pole by two and a half tenths, I think it was, clear of the field. So uh, very impressive. Now, I'm hoping because you've come on the Parked Up podcast today, um, we can form some sort of alliance. And maybe this week in the E-Series, you can let me get a little slipstream off you or something like that so I can try and qualify a bit further up the grid because... There's a lot to it. And if you don't get that uh, the slipstream or the right running quality, you could find yourself down the back and it's quite tricky from there, staying out of trouble. Yeah, definitely. I think I've been pretty lucky, um, you know, at Charlotte and Pocono. Um, I wasn't really sort of working with anyone for a toe. I was just able to get those those sort of lucky double toes, um, I guess. So um, I have, it has been a bit of luck uh, played into it. And I did do, you know, I guess my best times and, in, in, in the qualifying sessions, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's uh, a lot of people that are better than me. So that's actually the scary thing. <laughs> Tony, if Brody needs a double toe, you're going to need a tri- triple or a quadruple toe. I reckon. <laughs> um, you might need to form more alliances than just, uh, than just one. Uh, so one of the cool things or different things at the very least for the Daytona round, which is coming up this Wednesday, uh, is that you won't be racing supercars? You'll be racing NASCARs. So, um, are you do have you have you used those cars in the game, just in you know private sessions, or have you been doing some practice? What and how are they going to be different to uh, how the supercars behave on the ovals? Um, I actually haven't driven um, this new NASCAR next gen car at all. So. Uh, probably my first time will probably uh, be on the day of the race just because the fact of um, we're going to Daytona, which is a super speedway and um, there's a lot of draft involved and, um, you know, the track's completely wide open, um, uh, you know, the, the whole race duration. So um, a lot of it's going to be um, quite a bit different than the supercar, um, not the driving facts, but I think more how the race sort of plays out with the drafting and whatnot. Um, I'm not actually not quite sure what this car is going to be like in the draft. So um, I think we'll um, all, all uh, be on the bandwagon of, you know, trying to work it out prior to the race. Now, Brody, do you actually, uh, I mean, I saw recently uh, in a media, media article that you commented that if you didn't think sim racing was important, then you sort of, you know, you, you've lost touch with it all. How crucial do you think it is for the younger generation to, use simulators uh, when they can't get on tra- out on track very often at the moment? Yeah, I think you don't really have to look too hard to see, um, you know, the newer drivers coming into not just supercars, but also other forms of motorsport. Um, you know, Max Verstappen is one good example. He's very good um, on a simulator and it sort of translates in a way um, into real life. And I think it's just more the mentality that you go about your racing um, more than, you know, your actual simulator ability. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely got that, you know, sort of connection. I'm not quite sure which which way to sort of describe it, but um, you do see, you know, you do tend to see that the good guys in the top level um, that, you know, that are, that are running up the front do tend to sim race and, you know, and they happen to be pretty good at it. Yeah, it's one of the amazing aspects of our sport. Unlike, you know, anyone can pick up a PlayStation and play FIFA or, you know, you can play American football or whatever, but, you know, you're pressing little buttons on a joystick where this is, a, 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 you know, an absolute true representation Mate, of of how you go about your... You, you've your called thing. it a game twice now. It's definitely not a game, I can tell you. 
There is a reset button. There is a reset button. It's not a PlayStation. Oh, actually, I, you're right. I do hang over your shoulder during these things, and uh, the Fs and the all these flavoured words that come out of your mouth. You're right. It isn't a game. <laughs> That's just because he's Italian, mate. That's not because of the <laughs> game. <laughs> Now, uh, so, okay, as fun as these simulations are, Brody, there is some uh, a stalled but uh, serious competition going on in the Repco Supercars Championship, one which you're doing um, pretty damn well at, 11th in the championship. You know, this is your uh, first full-time effort in the, in, in the series, already a podium uh, on board, I guess. You know, you came with um, you you came with all of the right credentials to jump into the championship, and I guess we knew that you were going to go well. Have, has it gone better than expected with Erebus Motorsport in your first year? Uh, you know, we've definitely you know had you know we definitely had our, our ups and downs, and to be able to get that um podium at Sandown was pretty cool. Um, you know, but it's in the wet, so it's you know un- unfortunately it doesn't really rain too much in Australia. Um, and also too, just to make the shootout um, in, in my first qualifying uh, session at Bathurst was pretty cool as well. But um, probably, you know, in the scheme of things, we probably haven't been uh, as consistent as we'd like to be, um, which has sort of hindered us a bit. And you know, we've had a few results that sort of got taken away from us and um, whatnot, which has been a bit uh, disappointing. But you just have to sort of, you know, press on. And I'm just treating every race sort of not like it's not my last, but just because of the current situation that we're in with COVID, um, you know, there's just a delay, you know, knocking on the door. So, um, yeah, I think if we can sort out some of the consistency side of things, it would, um, you know, our, our championship place could, you know, jump up a few spots. And Brody, what have you found to be the real strength of the Erebus group um, in particular? Um, Barry Ryan, he's a very good leader. Um, he gets criticised quite a bit, but you guys, uh, yourself and Will Brown, have really settled into that team well and, and hit the ground running uh, very quickly into the season. I think you uh, surprised a lot of people, not because people didn't think that you were able to do it, but I think they thought Erebus uh, didn't have the equipment underneath them to, to do the job, but you quickly um, dismissed those uh, rumours or those comments, I should say. Yeah, Will and myself have been, you know, working together, uh, sorry, have been working together really closely and, um, it's just, you know, really important in this stage to, you know, be a sponge and learn as much as you can. And um, er- Erebus is quite a small team um, compared to some of the other teams. And, um, you know, I think this year we've had had some pace in some rounds and some, ra- some races we struggled. And I think that's just more due to the fact that, you know, having two rookies in the team um, can hurt you at some point. Um, so, you know, we do get a little bit lost sometimes. But um, yeah, overall, you know, the team's, you know, such a great atmosphere to be in. Um, we're just like a little family, um, like, like Betty likes to say, and um, we just love going racing. There's a few different ways that this championship could end. We know for sure that they're going to try and squeeze five rounds uh, into the back end of the year and almost seem certain that we're going to finish it off at Mount Panorama. Um, Phillip Island, Winton, Queensland Raceway, there's a whole different, or Sydney Motorsport Park, there's a whole bunch of different options and venues they'll be able to uh, end it. Those four that I've mentioned there sort of seem like the obvious ones. Which one would you like to um, take your uh, supercar around towards the end of the year? I think to end at Bathurst would be awesome. Um, 
you know, hopefully we can have crowds there as well. Uh, it was sort of, um, it's it, it's been cool that the last couple of rounds that we've been to, there's been crowds at, and that's something that's sort of, um, you know, to have my first full-time season, not to have crowds at events kind of was a bit, you know, like, like a bit of a bummer. Um, but yeah, going to those last couple of rounds before we've got into our, um, I guess our, uh, not break, but uh, our sort of COVID shutdown was just awesome. So I, I think, yeah, it 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 just have to end uh, with a bang at Bathurst for sure. Now, Brody, um, there's a few drivers, you uh, amongst some of the others there, that seem to spend seem sorry seem to spend a lot of time at Norwell. Now there must be something in the water because. Uh, obviously Brock Feeney has just been signed by triple eight and you were actually, uh, rumored to potentially be going there as well. Um, is that a bit of a feather in your cap to be even be in the mix to replace, uh, Jamie Winkup at Red Bull? Uh, that was always just the, um, media making assumptions. Um, I've, <laughs> I'm on a two year deal with Erebus and I'm ha- happy with where I am. Um, and you know, I'm close enough to the Norwell group that if, you know, if, if Roland wanted me to drive my car, he would have asked me earlier. So, um, yeah, I'm quite happy where I am and um, just really excited to see what this uh, new car brings as well. So what do you think, uh, Paul Morris obviously grooming a few of you guys. Um, what does he do really well to um, get you guys ready for the main series? Because he, he's really nurtured a few of you. Um, yourself, Anton Di Pasquale, Brock Feeney, he's doing a great job with um, with his son and Nash as well. Um, you guys all sort of hang out together and support each other as a group. But do you think it's the fact that you just spend a lot of time in cars, whether it be, you know, the 86s or the XLs or, you know, you just got your bum in the seat a lot? Yeah, I think that definitely plays a part in it, but it's like it, it's like anything. You can take a tennis ball and a racket and, you know, hit it against the wall, but you only get yourself so far without a bit of guidance. So it's been great to, you know, come through those, you know, I guess ranks there at Norwell and um, have that guidance just to steer me in the right direction. Um, yeah, and I think also too, just also putting um, us drivers um, into a into a group and going out and driving cars, you seem to learn a lot off of each other. And no matter how good you are, someone's always doing something better. So it's just being able to adapt all these different driving styles and techniques all into one. And um, I think that's been you know, the biggest benefit of, you know, being around Norwell. Do you think uh, Morris toughens you guys up? Because you all sort of got the similar sort of driving style. And I know you, you uh, this year and, you know, famously last year with Jamie Winkup at Bathurst, you know, you didn't give an inch to someone that, uh, you know, has been in the sport a very long time. And um, a lot of people applauded you for that. Um, but do you think that that um, comes from Norwell and, and being around Morris and just the way he would drive also? Um, I don't on, you know, speaking on behalf of myself, I don't think that's come from Norway. I've always sort of been on the, um, you know, that sort of tip of the scale. Um, mm. I think mainly that come from just from racing over to America and it's, you know, the, the racing style over there is quite a bit different than it is here in Australia. And um, you seem to get a penalty here when you, you know, rub someone up or but not here as over there. It's just sort of um, boys have at it and have a fight afterwards to sort it out sort of type thing. So um, I, I grew up around that. So it's been, um, it's been a little bit sort of um, difficult coming back and, um, you know, I guess retraining yourself on how to, you know, go about different racing situations. But um, in saying that I've, you know, I've, I felt like I've raced pretty fair and clean and um, I don't like to, you know, tip anyone off or rub them anyone up for, um, you know, 
no reason because that's you know a pretty shitty thing to do do you think you'd like that australia should look at the way that our our racing is adjudicated in in that regard you're you're exactly right like um the the microscope is placed far too heavily sometimes on on certain uh, situations and and you know it can really damage from a from a fan's point of view or someone like myself who sits on the sidelines it can really damage the potentially damage the entertainment value because you just know that you know they might not stick their nose in on arrival because if they do turn them around then they're going to have to go for a tour through pit lane that they don't really want to or you know they'll be uh, copping five or ten seconds or 15 seconds uh, penalties after the race so um i don't know would would do you think that we should with, with using that experience that you've had in the states and how they go about it fair enough no fist fights i'm not sure <laughs> i mean tony would end up so black and blue i for wouldn't his, want to, to go up against for... brody in a fist fight <laughs> But um, would, yeah, I don't know. Do you think we should uh, just loosen it up and, uh, as you say, let the boys, you know, sort it out? Or and girls, of course. Yeah, I think you know the 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 guys and girls that um you know make all those tough you know choices on you know following the rule book as well. You know they have a job to do as well. So we um you know can't can't throw too much shade over their way. But you know at the same time, you know we we are in the entertainment industry. And um, it does have to be fair, but I think, you know, definitely the mentality is like how you said, um, it's pretty difficult to sort of make a pass um, at the moment with the current cars that we have just because of the dirty air and whatnot. And there's, you know, certain things you can do being the car in front to, you know, um, draw a penalty out from the car behind making a pass. So um, it is actually quite, quite difficult to pass um, at the moment. Um, it's pretty easy for cars that, you know, jump out of place um, that are front running cars and have to come back through the pack, but not necessarily so if you, you know, qualify seventh and you're racing around seventh, you know, you're racing around cars at a, you know, similar pace to yourself. So um, obviously being behind them, um, you know, you're going to be slower with the dirty air. So um, yeah, it's, it's sort of a bit of a tricky one, but um, hopefully this, this uh, new car sort of eradicates most of it and um, you know, we can put on a better show. Well, one of my favourite moments this year already um, from you has been uh, Tail and Bend opening lap. I think it might have been race two, maybe, maybe race one. I can't quite remember. Um, but you picked a gap down the inside at like I think it was turn four or five and there was just carnage going on. But you positioned the car in a way that you weren't going to get involved in the carnage and you picked up about 10 spots in this one move. It was It was forceful. Um, but it was very well planned out. So we're loving the way you're going racing. Don't please don't stop that. Um, but when we get to enduros, if you could just go a bit easier on the Shell V power car, because I know, you know, you know, you, your powers with Anton as well. And not that I don't know, don't know if I'm actually driving with him or not. But if you could just go a bit easier on us, all right. <laughs> oh, well, I got I got news for you. As soon as the helmet goes on. Um... <laughs> I forget everything that everyone tells me pretty much of, you know, with uh, that side of the, uh, you know, with that side of things. So yeah, Tail and Ben was a lot of fun and um, got pretty lucky there at the start there. And yeah, you're, you're right. Car placement is, is pretty important on, you know, certain, you know, laps like the start as well as, you know, it's generally carnage ten, tends to happen, tends to move to the outside of each corner. So um, just happened to be a gap that I was able to go for. <laughs> It, it does remind me a lot of the way SVG drives, you know, uh, he's quite forceful, but quite fair as well. And 
Um, that's how you seem to go racing also. Is is that somebody that you've sort of looked up to uh, in supercars and thought, hey, when I get there, I want to be like him? Um, yeah, I've definitely watched a lot of, you know, um, ch- chain race and he's obviously, you know, um, you know, leading the championship this year and, um, doing a great job and yeah, you are right. He does race really hard and, um, you know, he's also, um, got a lot of respect from the other competitors as well, which, um, helps as well when, you know, he's, um, you know, coming back through the field or, um, whatnot, but I think, um, I, I'm just trying to, you know, sort of, um, be, be myself and I want to be my own character at, you know, at the same time. Yeah. Cool, mate. How's your form, Tony D, anyway? Asking him for help on the slipstreaming on on, uh, your simulators, asking him not to run into you uh, in the great race. Is there anything else, anything (laughs) else you want, like sandwich or something? Would like, uh, you know, to help with the gardening as well? No, he'd be very handy in the garden because I bloody can't uh, lift anything. I'm just too pint size, (laughs) but... uh, no, look, you know, you, you've got to have, you've, you've got to keep your friends close, right. you know, and uh, now we're, you know, parked up buddies. <laughs> I'm sure this is going to help my cause. Yeah. <laughs> when I see that Boost Mobile Erebus Commodore coming at me, I'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> took Jamie Wink up out. He's like, well, he's going to, well, hang on. I shouldn't say he took him out, but he made it hard for him. <laughs> and uh, he's probably going to do the same with me. <laughs> no, not at all. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, cool. Hey, uh, Brody, we, we thank you for joining us on Parked Up. Just uh, just one last question. So uh, Erebus will go to the great race at the end of this year with uh, the two regular cars, but are also taking a third car, which will uh, be for Greg Murphy uh, and Richie Stanaway. Richie Stanaway, of course, doing very well in the Supercars E-Series. Um, it's an extra load for Erebus to deal with and two guys who, two uh, those filthy Kiwis as well, who uh, haven't done, you know, a lot of racing. How, how difficult or, you know, what are some of the challenges going to be for, for those two guys and also for the team adding that extra workload? Uh, it's been pretty uh, st- straightforward for the team side of things. Um, you know, uh, Erebus has some good um, ex-employees that sort of moved out of supercars and, um, chose a bit more of a relaxed life. So we're able to call upon them to come back and, um, you know, do a one-off event. And as, um, as soon as they heard um, that, you know, Murph was coming back, um, I think more people were coming coming to the team looking for a job more, more than Barry, you know, having to go look. So, um, yeah, it, it'll be pretty cool to see Murph and Richie um, drive at Bathurst um, if they're able to, you know, with all the COVID stuff going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's... Um, I, I I just can't wait to go to go back to racing again, to be honest. So um, hopefully um, it all happens and it all happens soon. Uh, it's coming. It's coming. It's been a, a uh, unfortunate uh, little period, but uh, we're going to get back to it uh, as soon as possible. Um, Brody Kostecki, thank you so much for joining us on Parked Up, mate, and we'll, uh, we'll see you at a racetrack soon. Thanks, guys. We'll see you Wednesday night, hopefully. <laughs> no, you won't. Hey, hey, you might have, when you're lapping me, that's all. <laughs> Thanks, man. And we thank Brody for joining us. Tony D, I just don't think he's going to give you any extra help out there at Daytona this weekend. No, this, it, this it really, it didn't sound like it, did it? Like I was doing my best to butter him up and give him a few compliments of how well he's been driving this year. And look, I do believe that. And I'm, I'm a bit of a fan, but um it was all sort of in aid of trying to get a bit of help on Wednesday night on the old e-racing. So it uh, doesn't sound like he's going to do that. And it doesn't sound like he's going to help me at the Bathurst 1000 either. 
But uh, anyway, that's okay. He didn't okay. get too excited about the gardening suggestion either. No, no. I don't reckon he's This guy, what, how, what sort of help is this guy? No, 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 no. But uh, very good to have him on the show. He's a star of the future. A very natural talent. So, um, yeah, it's good to catch up with him, see what he's up to. It's just sitting in his sim, just waiting for the next sim rate, really. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe it that he's, you know, that he's got his Zoom set up. That's the only spot for it. I reckon he's been practicing all day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, he's very damn good at uh, this race driving thing, whether it's in the real world or even in the simulation or the gaming world. Sorry, for I, I clearly yeah. offended both of you. You did, you did mate. Very much. Hey, talking the, about real world racing. Go for it. I've been, I'm still preparing myself as if we're going to go racing next week. So... I thought we should catch up with our good friend, Lee Summation. We haven't spoken to him for a little bit. I mean, I talked to him all the time, but yeah. parked yeah. up, hasn't spoken to him for a little bit. Yeah. So I thought we'd catch up with him and just see how he's prepping all these uh, athletes because mm-hmm. he's got quite a few of us on the books now. Yeah. Uh, myself, Cooper Murray, Molly Taylor, Aaron Cameron. The list does go on. Um, Chelsea as well. She's there as also getting ready for the next TCR race. Um, there's a lot of work that goes in the background. So let's get him on the show and uh, see what he's up to. Pressing the numbers for least Demation from Reaction Performance. Hey, and it's nice to have Lee Demation rejoin us on the Parked Up podcast. Tony, I think he's probably the most capped podcast uh podcast interviewee that we've had but he's uh, also been a fantastic supporter uh, of us and in particular Tony of yourself uh, as you are getting yourself physically ready for some big races at the end of the year uh, hopefully we're having some big races at the end of the year uh, Lee uh, just tell us what have you been doing to keep Tony nice and trim and physically and mentally um, ahead of our sort of return to racing? Well, we, we had plenty of uh, practice last year, so we're just built on that. We, um, we've got an app that Tony works through. I've put that program in for him weekly. And we do have some provisions under uh, sort of elite athlete training allowances where we can catch up on occasion uh, in a gym facility. So we've been able to do some of that as well. So definitely keeping him up and about for when the announcements are made so we can get him back into the car race fit. Yeah, Lee, it's not just me that you're keeping fit and healthy. We've got a couple of, uh, I like you. I like how you use the word elite athlete. That's, uh, that's, that's amazing. Makes me feel really good. Um, I was going to say a bit over the top, but yep. <laughs> well, let's say professional athlete. Professional. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> um, you've also been doing a lot of work with Molly Taylor. Now, Molly, we all know, is traveling all over the world doing her uh, Extreme E um, in the Rosberg team there. So she's traveling all over. She really doesn't have a base at the moment, but you're being, you've been able to keep her active and accountable the whole time. Yeah, definitely. She's got quite a busy schedule. The Extreme E's, um, you know, they're fairly well sparsed out, but there's also uh, the WRC series. So she's racing in Greece this um, next weekend coming. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a challenge because she's moving around quite a bit, predominantly you know in the UK in between races. And yeah, we've been chatting a lot, going through what the program is or, as far as her race schedule, and just periodising some of the workouts around that. Um, yeah, so it's been a challenge. Like we really have to talk about 
whether she's in some form of quarantine, whether there's a gym facility there and available. And then I said about adapting the program to, to that schedule and periodizing it so she's ready to go for the next event. So it's been a lot of fun. Speaking of uh, next event, Grant, we really don't have a lot of idea when that event will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, my theory behind all this stuff is to stay in shape, prepare myself just in case the TCR boys or ARG or supercars say, righto, we're good to go. COVID's gone. That'd be so good if that happened. Uh, COVID's gone and we're away racing. Um, you don't want to sort of be left behind um, by the other drivers or athletes that have actually kept up with their training. And then, um, you, you know, you've sort of let it slide. So that's why uh, I keep Lee on board. Um, now, my question to you, Grant, is um, how's your training going? Because uh, I haven't actually seen you too much. Mm. When was the last time you saw Lee? I haven't seen him for ages. And I've just had a little bit of an injury over the last uh, last few months. So I've kind of had to back it off. And as you know, when something gets backed off, other things come on. <laughs> <clears throat> So I do need what to sort of injury? Of what sort of injury? I had I've, I tore a muscle just at the top of uh, in my pelvis, in my pelvic region. In your groin. Uh, that's right. Well, no, no, no. It's uh, just at the the very base of my stomach, or just above my little manhood bits. And right. um, what it's what it's actually what it meant was that my groins were. I was just having some horrific pains through my groin region, and yeah, I was struggling to get in and out of bed and uh walking was a chore i was walking around like a i know i'm pretty old but i was, I was seriously walking around <laughs> like i was like 65 70 80 years old or something like i was i was really struggling um so uh so lee uh lee got me hooked up with nicole uh who looks after is a physiotherapist for uh, walkinshaw and dreddy united uh, and we, uh, she's been, she's been helping me with some very light exercises, a little bit of physiotherapy. So that's been great. And I just need to start building back up to getting into some cardio, which I haven't been able to do any, even walking. Um, I've, I've been told not to do too much of that. Uh, so, so you, that's, you've taken that's... the advice literally and, uh, just stop walking altogether. Or just, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably yeah, time I... to start ramping it up. Now, can you tell us where Nicole had to um, do a lot of her work? Well, it's in the groin area, <laughs> which I'm, I, like yourself, Tony, are labelled as a professional. So it was perfectly fine for all of this to happen. Okay, fair enough, fair and enough. When they're talking about my groin area, they also use the word elite. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking it too far. <laughs> you certainly have. So, Lee, Lee can you yes, uh, just yes. just tell us you uh, you helped Tony with with his uh, exercising, uh, with his with his routine and with his motivation. You helped me. You helped my family. Tony's extended family. <laughs> yes. You help a lot of other drivers as well. Cooper Murray. Yeah. We've talked about Molly Taylor, Aaron Cameron, who races TCR. There's there's a heap others that you are helping with how do people get in contact if they are interested in um whether they're at that elite professional level or uh you know yeah. if they're if they're just uh, someone looking to to uh maintain or um or increase their fitness regardless of where they're based in australia 
Yeah, sure. Look, the, the best way is just to send me an email at lee at reactionperformance.com. And yeah, like you said, I, I look after obviously the driver uh, motorsport athletes, um, but also some, you know, just general fitness, especially during COVID, anyone affected by lockdown can take advantage of some of the programs that we've got going. Uh, but importantly, I think, um, you know, we're all looking forward to getting some sort of confirmation and announcement around when we're racing again. So I just encourage any of the, the drivers out there thinking, oh, we won't be racing for a little while, but, you know, get their, keep their fitness up. Uh, if they need any advice, send me that email and uh, we can have a chat about ways that, you know, can keep you fit as soon as you get back in the car. Now, Lee, you've got a uh, very fancy uh, website as well, haven't you? Just recently redone by our yeah. friends at Motorsport Websites, Shane Tanner, actually yeah. uh, redid your website. It looks really good. Yeah, thank you. They've done a great job of that. It's um, yeah, it's it's really a step up from what I had previously. So, yep, they do a great job at uh, Motorsport Websites. See how this all just works. See how yeah. you know just this little network, this little parked up network, is making businesses thrive. <laughs> <laughs> Every sponsor gets a plug. This, this is not a paid ad. <laughs> it, is, um, it really is. Um, so, so, uh, so Lee, you're uh, so easy for people to get in contact with you. Lee at reactionperformance.com, and that's L E I G H. It's not the uh, the the cheap version of Lee L E. It's not L E. It's L E I G H. Yeah, Lee Lee Holtworth spells his name like that, and he's yep. a, he's a uh, he listens yeah. every week. So he's yeah. saying he's cheap. <laughs> No, no, no. He's he's not cheap. He just got the cheap version. He ah. only got he only got three letters. Yeah, Least emotions got five letters. Right. Yeah. I can feel a debate coming on there. We're, we've a, we've absolutely lost the plot already. So we'll wrap it up yeah. there, Lee. Thanks for coming on uh, this afternoon. And I know Thank that you, you listen to every episode. So uh, share it all over your socials. I will Go do for indeed. it. All right. Thanks, guys. Great. Cheers, to man. Thanks, Lee. And we thank Lee for his time. On the Parked Up podcast and Reaction Performance for its long-standing uh, support of our little podcast here as well, Tony D. Okay, so um, the one thing that we do need to very quickly touch off on is the uh, little Dutch Grand Prix podium tipping little schmozzle thing that I run on the on Parked Up's Facebook page. Uh, so for the past couple of Grand Prix. On the Sunday night, I've stuck something up on the Facebook page just to uh, get people trying to select the podium in order for uh, for the Grand Prix coming up in that night, and it's been really well supported. Um, uh, about thirty odd comments, uh, people trying to put in their uh, votes to see who can win, and we had a really cool prize with a copy of gentle jim the little heroes books that i've put out plus a very very cool red race fields hat Oof. and the winner this week is simon feigl who uh, we get to do a lot of uh, sim racing stuff with he was the first to pick the podium uh he control he's the team manager and driver at the logitech g altus esports team tony can't imagine you're going to yep i can't imagine you're going to get invited even though you've got like a you know a very lucrative um commercial deal with logitech i hey, don't think bad. i not don't bad. think they're looking they, after me i don't think they're going to give you a drive in their factory team so simon's practically my teammate then i didn't realize this yes yep 
There you go. Yeah. So Ethan Griggult, who is actually mm. your teammate in mm-hmm. the the Pro Series, uh, he drives for the uh, Logitech G team. And he also does a bit of uh, Victorian state racing in mm. uh, the Hyundai Excels, which we, we saw out at Winton Ethan a few months ago. absolute gun. Mm-hmm. Absolute gun on on the sim racing, especially. Um, like we've been doing a bit of practice at Bathurst, getting ready for the Enduro in a few weeks. Yep. And, uh, you know, he'll set a time that's a couple of seconds down the road on what I'm doing. And, you know, he, he does lap after lap. Like he's so good on the sim. And he's been so helpful for me. Um, so I'm really hoping that when we get to the Enduro in a few weeks, we can really work together well and, and get a result on the board. Like I just hope that I don't damage the car or damage our chances early in the race and he can just bring it on home because he is fast. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh-huh. Real I, I, good. Are you taking notes when he talks to you and tells you? Can you look at some data traces or something? He's looking at my data. It's unbelievable. There's so much <laughs> you can do in these things. When he looks at your data, what does he say? Oh, he's, yeah, he's, I can't, I can't tell you what he's saying, but it's, uh, there's definitely room for improvement. <laughs> uh, he's very, he's very polite about it. Right. That's good. Maybe he should, maybe he should try because it's obviously not working being polite. So maybe he should start being harsh. Hey, <laughs> no, you do it. You do good. You try and compete on this thing. Me. Oh, oh, no way. It's so hard. You, I've jumped on your sim and I can't even do a lap around Bathurst without walling the thing and tearing up like thousands mm. of dollars worth of equipment. Yeah, it's bloody Luckily, hard. it's a game though and I just press Not reset. a game. Come on. <sighs> it's a game. All right, let's get out of here. All right, that's it. Uh, parked up for episode 74 is in the can. Thank you very much for everyone's listenership. Uh, subscribe if you can. That'd be great. doesn't take much. Just click the button. Subscribe uh, and buy race fuels and um, have a great week. <laughs> See you, mate. To ensure race fuels customers can have next day delivery, our stock of racing fuels is warehoused all across Australia and New Zealand. Race fuel stock is available via distribution points in Sydney, Brisbane, Perth and Auckland. And, of course, our head office is based in Dandenong, Melbourne. Racefuels distribute and deliver the drums to your workshop, tune house or racetrack. So even if you're in lockdown, we can get your fuel to you. Find out more at racefuels.com.au.